Now recording. Oh, Jesus, Craig. Yeah, yeah Craig's well, a little Craig's, loud. Craig's a friend. And I'll, I'll thank he you to remember like that. Like, Craig sounds like he's about to open like a trap remix of this podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Craig is an optimist that every, every podcast <laughs> is being recorded. Yeah. Might be, it might be a live recording of a trap remix. Welcome to the Big Match Minute with me, Diet Coke. And me, Lilith. And hey, Diet Coke, we got an extra, uh, another person here today. That's correct. We got a guest. We do. Uh, Our first guest? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We've, we've never, we've never done the whole, uh, uh, guest thing. Uh, we've got, we've got Scotty Moe here. Uh, oh, you, you've put so much pressure on me now. You're like, this is the first one. He better not get out of the park or else no one's allowed on the show ever again. Well, I, I did also suggest doubt that you were the first one, which I think kind of <laughs> breaks the, you know, breaks the bit and announces that it's not a huge deal. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, 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 for something to be a, a, a huge deal for Diet Coke, she would have to remember uh, like the consequences of anything ever happening. But let me let me put a little more pressure on you. Uh, future world record holder, Scotty, oh God. why don't you uh, introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm a future world record holder, Scotty. Yeah. Uh, That's it. <laughs> I did it. There's the intro. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you tell us a little? I'm I'm actually I because I kind of love your uh, your quest to break a world record. Tell us a little bit about um, your future world record. Well, I firstly Guinness does not acknowledge this, but I do possess the world record currently for longest running pro wrestling audio drama because there's. I've got the only one, right. so technically I have still set the world record for that. But then I'm also <laughs> trying to set the world record for most appearances on a podcast in a single year. So I think I'm up to like 300 right now. Oh, wow. So. Wow. That's yeah. Uh, it's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Now, because I've, I've, I've been curious. I'm sorry. We'll get to the minute in a second. Do you like... Is there an ex- an, an an extant record for this? No, not at all. I, oh, okay. I was like, I had to pay Guinness five dollars and uh, and a Pepsi to even consider <laughs> me doing this. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Well, welcome to the show. Um, I can I tell week? you, I I did when when Lily told me about you and what you're doing. I did for a second think to myself. What if I what if I try to steal the record out from under this person? <laughs> but I am I quickly shook away that thought because who yeah. I don't I don't want to do that. I think you would hate no, I, doing I, that. <laughs> I did a I did a guest spot once where like one of the guys did a we a, a daily show and so throughout the whole time he was just like you know I can just break your record very easily and I was like and not like a joking way like he was serious like I'm gonna take you down like no. <laughs> Oh my god. That's uh yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't even imagine. I'm I'm on like I record maybe two podcasts a week maximum. Um sometimes I've gotten up to three 
and it i can't i can't yeah. you put out like seven a week right like yeah i put out like seven shows a week Jesus. um i i do uh my like i said my own pro wrestling show i do a wrestling news show i am the current and only author of the harry potter franchise because that's another podcast i'm uh-huh. doing <laughs> okay well that's wild um <laughs> let's let's get into this wild minute yeah it, it's a solid minute yeah too. I, w- I would like, like to say my classic catchphrase from another show of mine it's a good minute or yeah. this is a good minute i fucked up my own catchphrase yeah you fucked up your own <laughs> fucking catchphrase which is just this is a good minute like how hard is that <laughs> damn it. it damn it diet coke it's a it's a good minute it's a, it's it's a turning point and you know yeah it's a very emotional minute yeah because we've you know we've been we've been covering this we've had a lot of silliness up to yeah. here it's been a lot of silly business uh-huh uh-huh which is great These no two i'm here to I... put an end to silly business <laughs> i don't here's the thing <laughs> the silly business ain't over uh but uh I would say that it makes a prominent appearance very early in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, oh, I but, meant silly business in our coverage of the minute. Uh huh. No more silly business on this podcast is what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. So this is a serious breakdown of the fire. This is a this is a critical right? analysis. An academic. Yeah, that's a text. Cool. So, cool. Uh, so. So have you guys discussed the fact that John Cena looks like a living raisin at some point during this whole thing? <laughs> That's not the words we've used, but we've definitely... Um... We've talked about, like, it, why, hey, why does he look like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you scroll up in the Discord that we record this in, you'll see a very choice screenshot that we took. <laughs> from like a California raisin. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, um, it's it's he does he does he God, it's just seeing him recontextualized in his old outfits <laughs> really underscores yeah. how fucking old he looks right now. You know what? It's like it's like when a uh, when a rock star like quits doing heroin and finds Jesus, but they mm-hmm. still look like a lizard. Like that's what yeah. John Cena is now. Well, he what what's what's striking me right now is I would say. Because I don't, I, I, with all due respect, I don't think he looks like a living raisin. <laughs> but I, it, it did force me to consider what I do think he looks like, and what I think he looks like, it just looks like he's aging, not in the way that humans do. He's aging in the way that <laughs> animatronic puppets do. <laughs> That that all ties in. He is in the funhouse now. He's one of the puppets. He's one of the puppets. Yeah. Oh my god. John Cena has oh been working god. on this part in this match for twenty years now. <laughs> By just I... aging that way. Oh my god. Let's let's get into the context of the minute. I feel like we've been vamping to avoid the first line. <laughs> <laughs> let's face it. This well, is a great minute, but no one wants to say the first line. I'll say. I mean, John oh, Cena did, but we well, don't. Hold on. But before we even get to the line, can we discuss like? This is a turning point for Bray, which we've already said, but this is where he's no longer Firefly Funhouse Bray, he's mm-hmm. no longer The Fiend, he's no longer Swamp, this is just the dude, yeah. Bray Wyatt, in the ring, and like, the first second you just see him looking at the crowd like, 
this is what I have to deal with, I guess. <laughs> He's, uh, this isn't, uh, this isn't, uh, Bray talking to John. This is Tim Rotunda the third talking to still John, if you will. <laughs> to Felix Cena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I mean, the, the, so the last line of the last minute, which is, I think what really like, you know, gives us that reaction was a a very fat phobic joke that John Cena made. And so I can definitely understand, uh, that Bray Wyatt is, is a little bit crestfallen. Uh, but then, but, sh- but surely John couldn't say anything worse. <laughs> surely, surely. <laughs> and then in the opening of this minute, he says, Bray, I got a great idea for your puppet show. Put my junk in a glove. You can call it Mr. Suck It, bro. <laughs> what a stupid <laughs> fucking so line. Bad. It's so bad that they put children booing there, like in a little sound clip. Why? Why do you? Why is it wearing a glove? Why do you? Why do you put a? Why do you put a glove on a dick before you suck it? Well, because that's what makes it a puppet. Yes, you can put a condom on it. Yeah, <laughs> and you're having safe, on the responsible condom. sex. And it's also, in a way, a puppet. Oh, my God. Do you think that anytime someone wears a condom on their penis, it becomes a puppet? (laughs) Oh. I I will say say that several uh, uh, sexual partners of mine have complained about the uh, the 15-minute variety hour that I uh, use as as foreplay. You do do a quick round of Punch and Judy uh, for sex. As the condom gets rolled over, you just hear la 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 la. la. I think it's good. It's good to sneak in a quick fable before (laughs) before any sexual activity takes place because that it keeps your morals grounded. Yeah, and if you're not learning something, yeah, spiritually, every time you have sex, like why even do it? Exactly, you know. Exactly. This is a this is maybe the craziest tangent we've ever gone on on this podcast, <laughs> and yet we're still like pretty closely related to the thing that was in the actual yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah. I'm just still fixated on how bad, like, because when I I remember watching this live and thinking, okay, suck and blow, perhaps that would be kind of clever and all sound like a weird puppet name. No, he mm. just says, suck it, bro. Like, it's just like mm-hmm. halfway through the insult, he was like, I got nothing for, fuck, fuck it, suck it, bro. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. I think you're being generous to Mr. Cena. I think this, I think he started with suck it, bro, and worked backwards <laughs> from there. No, no. And let me, <laughs> let me say this. He said, Mr. Suck it, bro. Why not change the glove to a sock and do like a, like a Mr. Yeah. Socko thing? No, yeah. but I, I prefer this idea of John Cena sitting there like Shakespeare, his <laughs> fucking like quill in his hand, ink covering his knuckles as he's sitting there and he writes, suck it, bro. And it's like, Oh, how shall I get out of this riddle? <laughs> Perhaps if he put my junk into a glove, then it would then become a puppet. Also, 
Yeah, that, yeah. But also, sorry to circle back to what Lily said about the sock. It would be a Mr. Socko thing. And also, like, it's like you, you get like a fun bonus jerk off joke because people jerk off into socks sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And he had the whole thing with the red hot chili peppers where they all put their dicks in socks. Yeah. There's no, there's, put it in a sock, you know? Yeah. yeah. All I can think is like it had, this had to have been on purpose because like Bray looked at him like, John, you can't actually do good lines during this. <laughs> you have to be really bad because that's the point. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, this, some of this feels like such real John Cena, such real 2002 <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I know we 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 belabored that first line because it is bad. <laughs> it deserved it. <laughs> the second line, I would almost say, is worse. <laughs> You've been a disappointment since they brought you to the dance. Yeah. You're a slut for opportunity. You've been blowing uh. every chance. <laughs> oh, so that's why he couldn't say suck and blow. is because he had to save it for the next line. Uh. And then I believe we get children booing again. Uh, I think I think then he just... It, I, we might get more children booing, but I know right after he says, bruh, and then proudly displays his knuckle, bra, uh, knuckle well, dusters. I, I, th- I think he... I think actually, because the first time I heard it, it almost sounded like just a mysterious wind blowing in the air, <laughs> like a ghost was summoned by John Cena. But no, I listened. I think he says, run, like at the end of old Bray Wyatt promo. So he's like, run. Oh my god! Or, or he summoned a ghost. Which, which either one you want? He does say run. It totally yeah. sounds like he's saying run. Holy shit! So, uh, can, can, uh, just break down the misogyny of that fucking line I real mean, quick. Oh my god! It's 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 so bad. And I mean, like. Like, that's the Listen. point, I guess. The point is it's supposed to be bad and misogynistic and showing all of the negative traits of John Cena, but also we had to hear it with our human ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't want to reopen any old wounds, and I know we said we wouldn't talk about this, but, <laughs> but this is why I said the thing that I said about 2002 era John Cena in a previous episode. I, I, you know what? You know what? <laughs> Diet Coke... <laughs> I, I think I've come around. I think the, the subsequent minutes have made me think like, oh, uh, yeah, 2002 John Cena just kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, I will say I, I, I will still stand up for debuting Ruthless Aggression John Cena because I thought he was kind of cute. But I'll give you 2002 <laughs> Dr. Thugonomics John Cena. He kind of sucked. He was kind of a shitty dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and then the then the marine happened, and the world changed forever. <laughs> he learned a lot about you know respect, <laughs> hustle. He learned a lot about hustling, about loyalty, and about respect when he studied the marines. Uh huh. <laughs> the the uh-huh. first thing they teach you in marine school is <laughs> how hustle. to hustle, how to have loyalty, and how to respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's you know that's why that's why they couldn't go with their their first stringer option for the marine, uh, Randy Randy Orton just can't he can't hack it in marine no. school uh, hustle be- maybe but certainly not loyalty or respect. 
Randy Orton and loyalty. That is. Oh. oh God. Uh, so then we get some sad piano music. And this yes. is this is where that shift happens, and it's almost the exact like halfway point of the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, in all art, about the halfway point is when you want to have your hero's darkest moment. And this <laughs> is the darkest moment for both of these men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say I would say a, a dark moment in both of their careers were those last <laughs> couple lines. Um, chances, how? Dare you talk to me about chances, John Cena? And it, this is this is of course uh, uh, Bray speaking. And I, I, <laughs> what if it was? Though? What if it's just John going fucking nuts? John, John just John forgets who he is for a second. Yeah, he thinks he's yeah. Bray. <laughs> they just they just like 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 Bray just like John John. It's my turn on the script. You read my lines. <laughs> And can I say, oh, oh, Rotunda giving the performance of oh. a fucking lifetime right now. God, yeah. I gotta change the rules for the Oscars to, to, yeah. to yeah. nominate Bray for this. I've talked about this on this show a million times, but part of the reason why I love this match, part of the reason I wanted to do, I mean, I, you know, we practically fucking invented this podcast to talk about this match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I love long-term storytelling and pro wrestling. And yeah. This is, you know, they're 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 going into, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, John Cena's got his old gimmicks and everything like that, but like they're going into like, oh, you know, in kayfabe, yes, Bray Wyatt, the character, has goofed up just about every chance he's gotten. He anytime he started to claw towards the top, his character couldn't put it away. He he couldn't. He couldn't back it up in the ring, whatever it was. But, I mean, he, he you know, the next line, I've had to earn everything I've, I've been given in life, and they're still taken from me, which I think, we, you know, we kind of blend. This is, I mean, this, this, whole, this whole match is kind of a blending of, of, of kayfabe and reality. And, you know, he, he has, he's, he's earned, you know, he came up with, all these great characters, you know, these great characters, these great ideas, these great storylines. I mean, you know, so much of what you hear about, like, the good Bray Wyatt has been reportedly from the mind of Windham Rotunda. And they, they, you know, but then the, 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 the booking, the, you know, the way that they treat the character, the way that the other, you know, <clears throat> everything else, it's taken from him. Yeah. Oh no no! I was at WrestleMania when all them ding dang bugs got on the fucking oh ring and then Randy Orton pinned him. <laughs> oh, the bugs in the ring, Emily. Or sorry, Diet Coke. Thank you. Did you see the 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 Randy Orton bugs in the ring match? I don't think I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like like that was when they were running the whole storyline where Randy Orton joined the Wyatt family. And then betrayed the Wyatt family and kind of broke up the Wyatt family. Uh, and then set his house on fire, yeah. but it's okay, it's back now. It's, it's kind of back, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was all I, in that window where I wasn't watching wrestling. I've never heard of any of this before. Yeah, one of my, one of my favorite details of the Firefly Fudhouse uh, is that 
um, Bray Wyatt has that like art therapy painting of his house <laughs> burning down. <laughs> I've always really loved that. Um, but anyway. But yeah, back to long-term storytelling. I do want to say this is my favorite thing of all time, which is where WWE, or in this case, probably Bray, Br- mm-hmm. realized Yo, we fucked up like a lot. There were a lot of things. <laughs> How can we pretend like this was long-term storytelling? Yeah. Like we made all these decisions to lead up to this. And it's I love it because it's basically becomes like this this uh, not gosh upon. What's the word I'm looking for? Um this collage of mm-hmm. all the bad mistakes coming together and then them just saying, "No, it makes sense. Look, really." Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we 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 <clears throat> We meant to fuck over the Bray character. We meant to turn him into a joke because now he gets to do, he gets to do this thing. Yeah, we meant to have John Cena run roughshod over the entire company for ten fucking years yeah. for this one match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Wade Barrett's back on the NXT announce desk, so uh, I'm sure the next step is that we're going to find out that Retribution is secretly the Nexus, and he's going to get his revenge on John Cena. Uh- <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, oh god, I, 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 I'm not watching the current product, I can't stomach it, but, uh, uh, I've- It's, it makes me angry, yeah, because I, I have to report on it, because of the fucking show, and Uh I get angrier with every show I watch. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah, 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 I, 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 I had SummerSlam on in the background while I was watching something, and I was just like, this is- trash oh i was in the i was in the thunderdome oh my I went god to the, it yeah. sucks it's so bad i got we banned a, for vaping we have a resident of the thunderdome on wow. <laughs> a former resident future yeah. world record holder former resident of the thunderdome <laughs> yes <laughs> you, i didn't know you could get kicked out for vaping <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I got so upset with the show by the end. I was trying to get kicked out. So I was like, I was eating pizza and vape because like they have a thing on the screen that shows you like a normal human body. And they're like, you need to be within the confines of this. So you need to be like standing straight up, looking directly at the camera, all kinds of shit. And I was like. I can't do this for four hours. So by the end, I'm leaned back, pizza in one hand, vaping directly into the webcam. <laughs> it sounds like an absolutely miserable way to watch wrestling. Yeah. It like, is. It's really bad. Because cause, cause you also like have to be alone, too, watching yep. wrestling into a webcam and then like thinking about how... You know, thinking about how you're being perceived on the webcam, but then also not being able to enjoy, like, you know, the fact that you are, quote unquote, surrounded by other fans. Yeah, Yeah, you can't hear, because, like, here was their version, because I was like, it'd be nice if we could hear each other, because then we could start up chants, we could cheer. Yeah. No, instead, what we got was, uh, I named him, I believe, Shitty Tim, who just came (laughs) in and was like... 
Hey everybody, Asuka's here. <laughs> everyone give it up for Asuka. This sounds so miserable. <laughs> I, I, what keep if, clapping. <laughs> Please keep clapping. This sounds like a fucking <laughs> establishing shot from a dystopian science fiction <laughs> film. <laughs> One of the one of the funniest things I've seen on the Thunderdome was when Big E tried to start the New Day Rocks clap, and you could just see everybody on the cameras doing it absolutely asynchronous, like no synchronization whatsoever. There's yeah. no nothing satisfying about watching this. It's just everybody just kind of loosely clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got so excited because at the start of the show, literally Kevin Owens came on and was like, hello, people of the Thunderdome. I like you. You're wearing a shirt. That's Kevin Owens. That's nice. Anyways, show's about to start. Have a good time. And I was like, oh, cool. If we got guys that we know coming in, but uh-huh. nope, the, the journey of shitty Tim would not be stopped. Oh, my God. Okay, we got we, <laughs> we to get back to the minute because we're still like, Maybe two thirds of the way through. <laughs> you, you're the golden goose, John. Your chances, they're unlimited. You're untouchable. But you're not a hero, John. You're a bully. And I know I just blew through the rest of the minute there, but like, God I damn ch- that performance. <laughs> yes, and I honestly thought he was, I thought he was about to start freestyle rapping back at John <laughs> when he was like, your style is limitless, this and this. I was like, is he about to? fucking go after the doctor of thugonomics but then he played it completely straight and basically laid out the plot of this match which is every time john cena thought he was being the hero he was being a bully <laughs> boom and i mean it's 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 effective it's good i gotta fucking love this match it's uh, so good oh <sighs> Damn. I'm just not. Th- I'm just match. not thinking good about match, the rest match. of the match. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. That's the <laughs> one problem you have with this show is the fact that I'm like, I just want to watch the fucking rest of the oh, match. That's right. uh-huh. One problem we have with this show. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. You're going for a world record. We, <laughs> we taped. We we record these two at a time. Um, we're, oh we're, shit. We're literally just going to end this, and then do fifteen. Uh, Diet Coke, are you cool if I uh, extend the invite? No. <laughs> of course I'm cool. <laughs> okay, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yes! Yes, you're getting a two for one. All right. Uh, uh, Diet Coke, Scotty, do you have anything else you want to say about this minute? Um, you can put my junk in a glove no. and find it on Twitter at oh Scotty Mo. <laughs> we have we have a whole plugs joke that we do. <laughs> we'll get to that. Put my plugs, put my plugs in a glove. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. That's this week's plug joke. That's good because we can't. We always have trouble thinking of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always terrible. Um, uh, uh Diet Coke. Uh, where can you? Where can we find you? Um, I, you ready, you ready for this? I used to do a podcast called the official Dunstan Checks In Podcast. Isn't that a relief? God, I'm so glad that I finally recorded the last episode, but if you, if you want to see how it all ends, you can, you can go take a listen to that. Um, that is, that is where you do this minute by minute breakdown. 
But for well, the 1996 th- ape film, Dunstan checks in. Yes. That's um, it was a miserable two years of podcasting, and I'm glad it's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's a fun show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I do another one called Go Go Godzilla. Those are both on the Benview Network, um, so you can—I mean, you can—you can probably figure out what Go Go Godzilla is about. Um, it's about, about Go Go dancers who yeah. dress up like kaiju. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, check all that out. Cool. And uh, and also, oh, if you want to follow me, if you want to check me out on Twitch, just go to dietcoke.cool. Cool. Uh, now, Scotty, you kind of did the plugs joke, but then didn't really get your uh, your plugs in there. Um, you want to tell us where on the internet uh, and on what other uh, shows we can find you? Uh, you could find. I already said. I already said Twitter. So oh, there's did? that. Okay. And, and you you can find me at a load of dot com, where you can listen to JWF Ignition, the world's only audio exclusive pro wrestling organization. And you can listen to the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. It's Harry Potter, but if it wasn't written by a shitty turf, and you can find it all at a load of dot com. Fantastic. And uh, you can listen to Ghost Punch Record. It's a tabletop. Uh, it's a heavy metal tabletop role playing podcast that I make. You can find me at twitter.com slash death carpets. Um, hey, Diet Coke. Yeah. So, you know, we usually it's just the two of us doing this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I want to bring in our, I want to be a good, you know, neighborly. Uh, podcast host and I want to bring in uh, our guest on you know whatever whatever rituals or or uh, uh, patterns that we have in in kind of the way that we run our show now I've forgotten don't we usually have some kind of fun sign-off phrase uh, where we end the show in kind of a cool and pithy way no no <laughs> <laughs>